UAE Warriors light heavyweight champion Tariq Suleiman. What's going on, Tariq? It's been probably six months, seven months, eight months last time we talked. Uh, how's your life, man? Man, uh, good to be back. Uh, everything is cool, chilling, trading, uh, <laughs> dealing with this lockdown, dealing with the situations worldwide, I guess. Everyone experiencing some uh, different uh situations and their countries and uh, i'm here stuck in uae for the since march 5th uh and uh yeah living the the arabic life again <laughs> yeah yeah well you're, you're based out of thailand and thailand went on lockdown well the island of phuket basically locked itself down but you were out out of phuket at that time um why were you already outside of phuket uh First, for I like I had some trying to get some uh, sponsorship deals. Uh, plus, my girlfriend is slash fiance is here, so like I was like making the time. To me, that I actually proposed at that period. Mm -hmm. I proposed to her, um, and I was also working on some deals here. So like I like I combined the time together, and then things happened. Like I, uh, that COVID situation was escalating too fast, and I was scared to make a move forward. Going back to Phuket, getting stuck in an airport. I experienced it before, as we spoke, and I didn't want to do it. So I was like, "All right, I'll just sit and observe and see what's going on." Well, first of all, congratulations on the engagement, and uh, it all works out for you at the end of the day because you stay there and you're on lockdown in in Abu Dhabi. Uh, and, but you get a fight lined up right away when they open things up. But before we get into the fight, let's talk about the lockdown. How long was it for? Uh, so I'm just a correction. I was locked in Dubai because each okay, Emirates Dubai. has different rules. Yeah, mm -hmm. each the Emirates have different rules. Like Dubai, were in the beginning was so much stricter than uh, than Abu Dhabi. Uh, in the beginning, uh, it was like for a week. It started escalating from week to week. So the first week was we were restricted uh, from movement after 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. Next week from 8 p.m. till 6 a.m. Then 24/7 lockdown. Wow. We were allowed to uh, submit permits. Like you apply for a movement permit to go to a grocery or a pharmacy. Uh, you're allowed an hour a day. So I was using the time of this to just go out, just stretch my legs, walk or run a little bit, get some stuff, whatever. I don't need to just bring it, just walk into the grocery. Then later on, they escalated even more. You, we were allowed only every three days to go get groceries. So uh, I was like, that, that was the, like, the, the climax of the lockdown. And later on, the, the week later, it was like completely, every time I applied for a permit, I was not allowed to, not allowed, rejected, rejected. So it was really tough. And then after, I think, uh, in Ramadan, they were fasting. I think that because of the fasting, usually people stay late sleeping or don't move much before breaking the fast. So I think they eased up at that time because they knew people already not going out. So they eased it to uh, movement. We can move till 8 p.m. And uh, that's when I start training. And that's when I heard about UAE Warriors.
how long ago was that exactly? How many weeks ago? Uh, it started March 20. Everything started like 20, I think 20 or 18. It started. Okay. The, the terrible times, April. Like it started easing up uh, mid-May, let's say. Okay. We were still we were still quarantined. Uh, I mean, like on under lockdown uh, during May. Uh, till now, we are under lockdown, but in in uh, in Dubai uh, from 11. So the like, movement restrictions from 11 onward till 6 a.m. In Abu Dhabi, it's from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. When you started to train again, were you just training alone or did you have somebody with you? Uh, so the minute, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of Anas Siraj Munir. He's like one of Brave's fighters. Yeah. Uh, he's based in Dubai and he's uh, a coach at Noguera, at Team Noguera, Dubai. So uh, we're close friends and uh, we like, I immediately messaged him as like, hey man, they, they eased up restrictions, they opened park, letting people train in small groups, let's do something. So it's like, yeah, let's do it. So I immediately, uh, we, we organized something, we went to a park, we were still forced to wear masks even during training. So uh, we trained a little bit, it was terrible, I was so out of shape, I was so fat, so bloated. Uh, well, he, well, he he told me he's like, hey man, the UAE Warriors reached out and that it seems they having a fight. So I was like, what? I'm like, all right. <laughs> now it's extra motivation to keep training every day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I went back home. I called uh, my manager. Is like, hey, it seems they are they are doing an event, and I'm here and I'm ready to throw down. I, I under like. No training, nothing. I just wanted to do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I also messaged UAE Warriors like, hey, I'm here. I'm stuck here, just to let you know. I didn't say anything. I just said, hey, I'm here. <laughs> a few days later, they offered me a fight. Wow, that that escalated real fast, you know, after they allowed you to go outside, you started training. and yeah. what, How long did it take you to get into actually a gym? Or did you never get into a gym? You just was training, you know, outside with now, small groups. So till now, there's no gyms, <laughs> like no proper training. But uh, lucky enough, I know, like uh, my fan base is in the region. So uh, I had people lending me their gyms. So we were sneaking from like back doors and and uh training doing some illegal stuff <laughs> well that's the common theme right now uh, around the world with a lot of fighters right they're doing the back door sneaking around like yeah. a ninja training so you know it's it's normal yeah. for everybody right so uh <laughs> you you know you you get the fight uh for uae warriors 11 there's a big there's some protocol that's going on right now because you have to be in abu dhabi two weeks ahead right so you've been going through all of this how has that been what have what are they doing to you so <laughs> uh it started like this i agreed to fight like i'm ready to fight i'm here i'm start. i'm training i can be in shape i can't make 84 kilos i can make catch weight or light heavyweight they said okay I, uh, they came back with a catch weight, so I'm fighting at 90 kilos. Uh, they said there's a catch. Like, what's the catch? There is a, you're gonna be quarantined for two weeks. 
Oh, like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do two weeks. A few days later, they messaged me saying, it's no, it's 21 days, three weeks. I'm like, all right, I'm out. It's a deal breaker. I can't do it. I can't deal with a, a quarantine, three weeks. Uh, I'm not signing, signing the contract. In the same day, back and forth, back and forth, they said, all right, can you do nine days? I was like, nine days from... 21 days to nine days, yes, I can, I can, like, deal with it. Nine days, fight week, I usually do 10 days, no problem. We signed the contract, everything is clear, we're moving forward with, uh, with the fight camp, training hard, everything cool. I um, mean, 11 days before, or like, no, 12 days before the event, 13 days before the event, I received a, a, a call. Abu Dhabi is going under lockdown tomorrow. You got to make it right away to Abu Dhabi. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, if you don't come into Abu Dhabi right now, you can't come into Abu Dhabi later. It's now or never. Oh, I fucking packed up everything. It was like, got my, my shit together. Next day, five, like six in the morning, jumped in the car, drive to Abu Dhabi. Now Abu Dhabi under lockdown, no in and out. So now I ended up with <clears throat> twelve days, twelve days quarantine. Upon arrival, they sent me to. They arranged a COVID test for me. So I went. I tested for COVID in a different hotel. Only me, only myself, because I was checking in uh, in different. Uh, day because I was supposed to uh, check in on the third and there was a test on the third mm -hmm. so I tested they locked me in my room for two days because I am not allowed to train or go outside of more, my room unless my COVID test comes negative so two days locked in my room the, the first day after the test I was like already going crazy into my room second day i was like all right i'm done afternoon if the COVID is not here i'm out i'm going out of my room so they call me please don't go please stay don't move it's gonna come today i was like two hours max i can't stay in my room i was pushing the stuff aside to do some training but still like in between four <laughs> walls i was going crazy uh but yeah, the the promotion is like I think doing uh, tests more than the UFC. So they brought all the fighters 21 days before. Everyone tested upon arrival. Uh, they're testing every five days. So like we have three tests leading to to the event. So we did one on the 27th, one on the fourth, one on the ninth, and one I I think I requested it or they're doing it already after the fight. So it, it's very safe, you know, the the procedure that they're going through. And even though you have to go through the, the struggles of being quarantined, you know, it's better safe than sorry, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I wish they did it shorter, like, because everyone is here. And, like, obviously from the first test, everyone was clear. So, like, they were doing something correct. Uh, we could have checked in every five days, like, doing some COVID tests randomly, but, uh, and do it short, like the UFC, just come in, do the test, wait a couple of days, cut, wait, fight and leave. 
I would have prepared it, preferred it that way, but they see it, it's safer this way, so no fights fall off because less fighters in the region. Like, I don't think they can afford losing any fight on the court. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm not happy being quarantined, but we got to do what we got to do. Exactly. Now, with this fight coming up, you mentioned earlier it's a catch weight. It, it kind of came together real fast. Uh, Ferreira. Your opponent, you know, what do you think about him? Man, like, there's no much of like footage of him on the internet besides the UAE Warriors in May, where I I won the championship. Like, he's a backward fighter or like very hesitant fighter, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner and a teacher in Abu Dhabi. So, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. I feel comfortable. I feel loose. I think the lockdown, like being quarantined and not being able to train, uh, allowed my body to heal up and uh, like get rid of some nagging injuries, small injuries. Like my, my shoulders never felt better. Uh, my knees never felt better. My hip, my back is super loose. Uh, like I think I gained some mobility. I was doing yoga at home. So I think this has allowed me to uh, be more mobile with my back. So uh, I think I'm going to like, push the pace, like force him to fight. It seems like he doesn't like to fight. Uh, from his fight with Al-Sawi, I fought Al-Sawi, uh, uh, me before. And uh, like I felt that Sawi won the fight with Ferreira before. They, like Both were super hesitant. Ferreira super hesitant, not throwing much, so wild. Not much of a takedown, not much of a, uh, on the on the cage like cage work and stuff. So I think I'm better than him everywhere. Even though he has like more wins and he have a three winning streak, but um, I think I can uh, I have more power with my punches and uh, like more cage time, and I think I can do do good with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an interesting matchup because it's put together so fast, and there's a lot of tape on yeah. you, but there's not much tape on him. So he can study you a lot, but you can't really study him. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I know. I mean, like, from what I don't know, like, from he he fought. La I got to to fight twice after him fought in May. I fought in August and I fought in November. I guess yeah. like back to back fights. I got. Uh, so like, I, th I feel I, I'm, I'm going to be more comfortable in the cage, especially I think that no audience part is going to play a good, good factor for me. Cause like, it's going to be, it's going to feel like a more of a training session, but more real. And I want to get on top when, uh, so yeah, I don't know. And I don't think he's comfortable striking. Even when Al-Sawi was landing some uh, some kicks, he was like backing up and then waiting a little bit, then firing back up. So, and I with with the wrestling I've been doing all these years with George, uh, George Hickman, Frank, and uh, and Roger, I don't think he can take me down. Even if he does, I, I can work my way up real quick. And uh, like I'm known about my grappling. Not much of my hands, but I think I'll get like a chance to show my hands a little bit in this fight. 
Yeah, uh, huge possibility for that. Uh, I wanted to go back to your last fight for UAE Warriors versus Stephen Kennedy. Yeah. You know, it seems like there was a lot of uh, animosity. You know, I've never seen that really from you. You know, you're pretty like happy, little go lucky guy. You know, you you fight, but it's yeah. like you know, there's no like mean spirited you know energy from you. But this time it was a little bit different. Why was that? Man, he pushed all the buttons and he disrespected me like I. Like the most disrespect is when you reach to shake somebody's hand and he do some, he did a few, like at uh, the beginning, I think he saw me so angry that he tried to reach for my hand again. But uh, this is, so in the first, in the press conference, we were, we faced off and like he tried funky stuff. I was okay with it. Like he tried to scare me off, talk some trash. It's part of the business. I understand. So it was cool. Then uh, later on in the uh, in the public weigh-in, he got into my face again. Part of the business. I don't care. Mm-hmm. We're facing the camera. I reached out to shake his hand, and he got he he actually reached first. So I reached to shake his hand, and he goes like blew me off. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right. Let's bring it now. I'm gonna fucking kill you. And uh, yeah, the, I couldn't wait for the bell to go off so I can go punch him in the face. I wish that uh, leg leg kick or like high kick landed full on into his face, but um, yeah, I, only my knee caught his the the side of his head, and uh, like I just wanted to, I wanted to actually punch him. I didn't want to finish with the submission, but it was there. And he tapped out so fast, though. And after this, after the fight, he goes, oh, man, it's just a business, just a business, just for one. I was like, all right, I don't care. I just won the fight, so all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, uh, you are the champion, the light heavyweight champion. When do you expect yourself to uh, defend the title? Uh, I Maybe I want to I wanna go down. I want to fight if... Or not if when I win this fight I won. I think they're doing a July event and the July or beginning of August. If things eased up, I can go back to Phuket, get ready, come back and fight for the middleweight title. It's vacant. Right. Yeah, they they don't have too many light heavyweights available. I asked for this guy, the Fehera, to was like, hey man, both were out of shape. He's out of shape more than me. Uh, I said like, hey, let's let's make it at light heavyweight, but he refused. I was like, no, I will not fight above ninety. I was like, all right, I'm cool. Even I'm with like, the title, I know. I I, no. I didn't want to fight five five rounds. Okay, like, there was no way I get ready in four weeks for five yeah, rounds. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, that hey, that's a a big opportunity, you know, uh, coming up this summer if you could get that middleweight title, and now you're carrying two belts on your shoulders that's big man that's that's huge for yourself yeah, right? yeah i want to do it and i i know i can do it i have mm-hmm. all the, the abilities to uh, secure uh another belt or defend my belt um like i don't think i i think i'm at the top of the chain in the middleweight division and uh especially in uae warriors i mean like i have now I'm really good with my head, the situation I'm at, um, mentally strong. 
not facing too many uh, obstacles on leading up to my fights anymore. So that's a big factor. Uh, not stressing about visas going in or out. This is also a big factor. My weight cuts, I'm being more smart. I had more experience with weight cut. I understand my body really, really well. So I know I can now, like I knew I can make 90, but I was like, all right, I make it at 93, knowing that I can make 90. But he refused. It showed me that he's like nervous about my my weight and my power. And so like, I'm cool with that. I think I can get the second title in this summer. So do you, after this fight, do you plan on going back to Phuket? It's back open now, so I'm pretty sure you could fly in. Uh, I don't think it's open for domestic flights, so oh, okay. it's not yet okay. international. It's not international to the end of June. Okay. And uh, if what I'm reading on the internet is correct, like they need 100K worth of insurance or like insurance that covers the 100K, US dollars like I don't know where to get this from and uh, some a lot of papers also they need because I'm a res resident there and I coach a tiger mm. so uh, they have a categories and they want to study uh, the situation case by case if my work is really necessary for me to go back or not to allow me to go back I don't know yet but uh, I'm not thinking past the fight. I'm just mm. thinking just I want to get get it done and let, I will deal with what comes after later. It's great that they're having their uh, the show, you know, get that promotion back running. It's a, it's a lot of opportunities, not just for yourself, you know, for a lot of fighters in the Middle yeah. East, but also in Asia, in, in Russia, in Europe. And uh, they're doing good things out there. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy to see you back fighting again and and get on that run man and i know you want to get on in that octagon so hopefully that happens uh this year yeah man <laughs> i mean like can't wait like now that i'm like like a jailed animals i just want to i want to kill somebody <laughs> every day i wake up i look in the room i can't go out like i want to kill him because he made me get locked up here so yeah it's <laughs> it's fun and uh like it, it, like small goals like this just keep me motivated, keep me uh, sane, keep me moving forward. I'm doing good things in my life, uh, and like yeah, ready to rock and roll, getting that octagon hopefully later this year.